something uh, Ajahn Sumedho said to Ajahn Chah one time he said well as far as he could see it the Dhamma was all about letting go and the Vinaya was all about holding on and how did, how did you how did you manage to get the two to fit? Ajahn Chah said yeah that's right when you know how they fit together then you know how to practice <laughs> how do you you know, the sense of maintaining particular forms, conventions, continuity, standards, and routines, and with a sense of letting go and deepening letting go. And maybe even to say that uh, the two need each other, not just they can fit, but actually necessary. You can't really practice vinya properly unless you know how to how to let go and you can't really practice uh, Dhamma properly unless you know how to hold on so you know see with you know the aim of, of Vinaya where the Buddha established the various training laws and said it's for the elimination of the of the of the asava, mm. so it's always you're really using these, uh, and there's a whole sense of being able to to um, change standards in accordance with what's suitable or proper, and also recognition that um, you know. There's, di- there's different ways people develop. There's different things you want to actually emphasize in the training. I mean, just in the all-round training the mind. First of all, you just you can't really get it that refined at first. It's just it's just makes you too tight. So you just start off with something kind of fairly just harmless and moral, and gradually you. You feel you want to take up the slack to look more closely at how the mind blurs or its impulsiveness. So you want to be more steady, more refined in that. Be more careful and conscientious about how you impact other people. Well-meaning, but sometimes even a well-meaning ebullience may not be what really fits other people's minds. You always get a sense of a bit of um, space, you might say, restraint. We're just checking out: is this the right time, the right place, the right mood? How's how's she? How's he? You know, and you get that. What and also what you what's coming up in your mind when you see somebody or you do something with you getting pushy or expecting something or pro- projecting one's. Um, one's own meanings onto other people, what you, what you want other people to be. You know, I want you to be strong so as I have something to lean on. I want you to be soft so I have something to look after me. I want you to be this way or that way. You start to see some of this stuff happening. And then you want to kind of sharpen it to uh, something that's actually, the rules are really only a s- scaffolding around a whole sense of you know, vinya means the, the breaking up of the um, 
a bold karma. You know? And so you need to put a hold quite carefully in terms of how one acts, interacts, just so you get a sense of not following the old karma carelessly. You know? Uh, the aim of it is letting go being able to let go of one's own uh, projections this powerful need to have things solid, secure, guaranteed okay, favourable not going to bother me can we feel good and so on Mm. which uh, I'm sure we can all resonate with that the way I'd like it to be. <laughs> but as, as far as I could make out, <laughs> having lived on the planet for 57 years, <laughs> life hurts. <laughs> it's not continual. By any means, continual agony or strife, but there's this, there is this kind of um, pebble in the sandal. Every now and then, as you step, you can feel this little something, you know. There's a sense of missing the good, missing the happy times, missing people, or concern, or worry, or confusion, or misunderstanding. And then there's the all the uncertainties of the future, and it gets kind of nice. You don't want it to change anything else. And why we uh, how we why we practice, or what you're doing in meditation, is you're really emphasising trying to get to the point where the your your ability to supervise and be aware itself becomes um, a kind of you know, something that's not just an intellectual exercise, but a you know felt, spacious, abiding place. Mm. You know, we tend to get very much um, pulled into the level of being affected, affected, and what we're going to do—the effective, impulsive area. You know, when something. Um, powerful occurs with, uh, well I don't know, but a lot of the time the immediate response of what are we going to do about it? Do. Mm-hmm. Affect impulse. Affect impulse, you know. And uh, that gets that gets all the attention. And maybe with time as you begin to practice you realize well, the first thing to do is not do. To notice the effect. See what it brings up. Yeah, this is so you you've got that, that that basis and how much of what we're affected by of um, messages uh, you know appointments diaries things of the future other people how much of it is actually seen through the lens of our own karma our own old karma our own um, you know, fears or wishes or uncertainties.
one of the most uh, powerful um, fundamental right resolve is sankapa is three three bases to avoid the abuse to avoid um, insensitivity and to avoid uh, sensuality or at least the sense of being bonded to the sense sense realm uh, and out of these we which is always actually stated in the ne- negative like to avoid violence ahimsa to avoid you might say the abuse to avoid callousness indifference harsh, harshness insensitivity and to uh, be watchful over the sense doors and from these people glean principles of loving kindness and compassion and renunciation which is a reasonable enough kind of way of deduction it's really just avoiding or, or stepping back from the what pulls you know the, the impulse the doing impulse so you don't really do renunciation as some kind of principle you try doing renunciation you tend to adopt a view nothing is pleasing to me everything should be pushed away you don't do that you don't, these aren't doings you just stop doing the other <laughs> and that's actually quite a lot of the Buddhist teaching is in that kind of manner like to not do this, to avoid doing that to not state this, to to, you know, the non 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 permanence, non self. It's it's a it's a a rubbing out of particular places where the mind clings and holds, but it doesn't assert the opposite. It's not an assertion. It's not creating a something else that's solid that you've got to do or have or be. I've got to be a non self. I've got to be egoless. You know, it's just saying when you feel that sense of hardening up, stiffening up, solidifying around uh, some kind of personal viewpoint, uh, you know, or just obvious things like you know, your body um, taking, you know, making this something that you really take a stand on, or your territory, or whatever. Just you know, feel that that kind of taking a point, standpoint. See if you can attend to that. This is what Vinaya does. It tends to give us all kinds of trip wires where you start to see, oh, you know, one's wishes to have or to, to um, you know, to not to, you know, to, to sort of have things one's own way. And you see that it kind of creates these these areas, and you, oh, there's the time to for just releasing that releasing that holding that's how the two fit together <coughs> but what can what happens is because of the tendency to hold and to take standpoints and to adopt views and to be, to solidify is so strong we infer principles and then solidify around them so rather than Acknowledging, um, you know, um, the pull of sensuality and re- relaxing that, 
we may adopt a view to be sort of um, disembodied or to you know some take a standpoint on the other extreme, which is not you know what was what is being indicated. It's just to let go of one particular position, not to adopt another. So that means actually the movement of the mind is from a place where it's leaning on a view, a sense pull, an impulse, an effect into into balance, we might say, rather than clinging to the opposite extreme. So it's not that you have to have kindness, but you find if you're in balance, there's a stronger tendency for your own forms and your own expressions of well-being, of benevolence to occur. Why not? Because that's the nature of the mind. That's the nature of relationship. Nature of empathy. The mind is a resonant, empathic thing. It is affected. But if you try to say, oh, I've got to do some this and that and this and that, you know, I've got to be more like this or that, or we are sort of trying to adopt particular um, expressions, then it, it's, it can be artificial. having a bit of a joke the other day as you come out of the meditation so it's time to take a break from doing nothing <laughs> all this doing nothing is getting really stressful because <laughs> you can take you know the sense of meditation can again become a kind of a standpoint can't it that you do this hold yourself here and and then well you know rather than what we just letting go of that need to do or to have or to make and it <laughs> and then how in a way you know trying to actually recognize it is quite strange because the mind so inclines towards leaning on something that in the meditation we're often leaning on subtle aspects or not so subtle aspects of views trying to hold it together trying to make it solid trying to get somewhere trying to push things away you know, and then when you can just go out and kind of walk and talk and see things and touch things, there's a sense of just release into into a more active mode. And it changes, doesn't it? How long do you do that before you think, oh, and it's nice to get some space and sit still for a while. <laughs> you know, you do a three-month retreat, by the end of it you vow you're never going to meditate again. <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? After about ten days of being off retreat, think, oh, let me <laughs> get back into silence again. <laughs> you know. So when you come out of retreat, it's often a kind of burst, like the spring, particularly this time of year, of of uh, social activity and uh, and plans and ideas and things. You kind of boom and. Uh, about a week or so, I think, oh, 
God, I hate people. <laughs> but the ultimate renunciation, really, is allowing things to change. <laughs> allowing things never to be solid. And try to find one's, one's balance in that. You know, where is the ba- where is the balance in allowing things to change? You know, it's not going to be only if you know. It's going to be really in in the in the view, the overview. You allow it to be this way because it is this way. And even the resistances to it all are that way, and they change. In the difficult times, you know, how when there's a difficult time, when we're in difficulties, then there's a feeling of stuck in this, this is a big problem, this is a huge piece of old karma, stuck with this, lifetimes probably, you know, and all that, that kind of view that, in, that, in, that embeds it. And you just, it's just good to remember, like, well, you know, last Sunday, you weren't like this. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. At the time, the effect, and the impulse of the time, the view of the moment, the attitude of the moment, this this level of the effective, impulsive mind, is is comes up, and it's so so luminous, and so substantial. And so, so much in it, vitality in it, that uh, it's hypnotic, and we get pulled into it. Mm. There's these times it's emotionally, on the emotional level, it's continual change, and there are times when one feels joyful, bright, outgoing, and times when it, it ain't happening. You know, you just want to quieten down, not much to say, not because there's anything particularly wrong, it's just that's the nature of it, and there's a, you know, people have different emotional spectrums and wavelengths, and, you know, and just be within this is part of the, the major, um, hmm, difficulty of community life is it's not just one person changing it's 30 people changing it's like you know like an orchestra but every instrument's different they don't all have the same song sheets When you under the vineyard helps you to know how to hold on, 
if you like to put it very crudely, how to firm up, how to sustain, how to patiently persist a particular line of practice. And you can't really practice Dhamma without that. So though things are changing, you keep your faith, you keep your sense of um, non-judgment, non, uh, in, non, you don't write things off, you don't dismiss things, you keep your sensitivities to other people, to yourself. Although we refrain from physical violence and abuse, there could be quite a lot of um, subtle and not so subtle forms of psychological abuse that, that occurs in a way we um, typify people. How we, how we configure, how the mind configures when we have, have uh, you know, other people aren't going the way I go, you know, this configuration, then you say that particular habit, you let go of that. So you have that line, that kind of line of practice. It means there's always a, uh, a kind of an openness which isn't even asking for anything apart from to sustain its own, its own openness to abide in its own humility. And then, in that, you, you can find that the, the world of change can be allowed, both internally and externally. You've got a, a refuge, a balance, a reference to balance, that itself is not really about something in, internal or external. It's about just recognizing imbalance and even the attraction of imbalance, the sense in which we really underneath it all have, a, have some kind of ingrained belief that really there is a solidity somewhere and when we get that, yeah, that's it. You know, when, it, when we feel that coming, that sense of firmness, solidity, coherence, Oh, that's, that's that's it. That, that's it. We're getting it. We got it. I've got it. That's it. It's that. And then it doesn't take long before. Oops. <laughs> Why am I suffering? <laughs> but it's not that it's a disaster. It's just kind of getting it. Change of change of taste, that, uh, and hopefully in this three months time, where it's a good long time, and many different forms within that, and silences and conviviality and um, crises and joys and uncertainties and happinesses and inspiration and desperation and perspiration and expiration that we (laughs) 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 
we've kind of got a certain sense of dis- dispassion towards all this. 